The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Chug and turn off on this Tuesday. No turn off. He is in Orlando at Disney World. So you get me and you get Mike Morgan, who you may have seen most recently this past weekend. You may see maybe tomorrow night. Tomorrow night in the Deuce. Yeah. Uh, ESPN, SEC Network, um, blah, 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 Mike Morgan. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Welcome back to Atlanta Radio. How you yeah, doing, man? Yeah, yeah. been a while since you and I have done this show together. I've been on your college show a number of times. Yeah, you work the lunch scam. Here's the lunch scam on the 11 to 1 show. Yeah. Is you show up and you do the last segment or two, but then you get right. a lunch. That's exactly right. And so we see uh, we see each other that way. But Then uh, you started scheduling me earlier and earlier, and I started thinking, Chuck doesn't want to buy me lunch anymore. And that's how it's worked out. Well, pandemic, you got to cut back. I understand. So, I understand. So that's what that is. But welcome back. And I think it has been probably, I'm going to say, I don't know, three, four years, holiday time maybe. Yeah, you and I did a show together. It, it, Sounds like a Christmas Eve at some point. Act, I think it was the old building. It wasn't even this building, was it? Probably right. Oh, yeah, um, so Mike's going to be here today. And then he's going to be, again, where? Gainesville, Starkville, Nashville? Uh, South Carolina versus Alabama. So it'll be Columbia tomorrow. Do the game on the deuce, come back here, do the show on Thursday, and then head to Nashville for a game, Florida at Vanderbilt. So we'll have you for a couple of days. Uh, Hoyt's here, BJ's here, Dan's here, everybody's here. Uh, Jordan Yates, we're going to start with him. Mm. I didn't have that on my bingo card. No, and here are here's here's the setup because I think most folks who are listening, if you care about Georgia football, maybe you've heard it. If you care about Georgia Tech football, maybe you've heard part of it, and then you just put your head down and want to go away. Uh, Jordan Yates had an interesting little discussion on TikTok, and here is what I want to say beforehand. Um, if you remember, was it Dylan Johnson, the Mississippi State running back? Now, this is awful timing. But he went on Twitter and said, since my coach doesn't think I'm too tough, I guess I'm going to transfer away from Mississippi State. And he had a little spat on on Twitter. I don't think think Jordan Yates was doing anything except saying, folks, two plus two. I don't think Jordan Yates was banging pots and pans together. I think the following comments, Jordan Yates was asked about his experience playing the Georgia defense. And now Hoyt condensed this, and so we're just going to hear a little part of it. But he had started with... During the scouting session and during practice that week, he's like, we knew they were big, they were fast, they were NFL guys, they were real good on the line, they were real good in the secondary, real good, real good, real good. Then the game started, we started getting blown out. This is Jordan Yates on TikTok. Again, not trying to be provocative, just interacting with folks. Here is his uh, summary of what happened at the end of the Georgia-Georgia Tech game two years ago. This is like the weirdest trash talk I've ever heard in my life. I want to say it was number 88. He, like, said the strangest thing to me. He was like, y'all are so unprepared. I was like, y'all are so unprepared. All the things he could have said at this point in the game was, like, 45-0. He's like, y'all are so unprepared. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, y'all just don't know what's, like, going on. And I was like, yeah, we don't. Ouch. Goodness gracious. Um, Now, I'm going to tell you, I have always said the, the most unfair thing you can do to a kid is have him see something on the field that he didn't get coached on during the week. 
Like, because at that point, it ain't on him. Second thing I've always said is the lowest level of preparedness for a football team is when your opponent can't read keys because you're not disciplined enough to give them an honest look. Like, when the linebacker can't look at the fullback because he ain't doing the right thing, like, if you read your keys, it may take you out of the play. What Jordan Yates just said there, I think he summed it up perfectly. That is the lowest form of a football team is you're not prepared to play. You're not ready to play. Um, and he said, of all the things, the cut downs, the slams, the whatevers, he, y'all suck, you stink five in a row or ten in a row, or your, your coach is going to get all these things that we could, if I said, Mike, give me 15 on-field burns you're going to give at 45 nothing. Everybody could come up with like 13 or 14 of the same on that list. I think it's reflective of the mindset in Athens that the one Jalen Carter came up with was, you guys are so unprepared. Doesn't get worse than that. Uh, like, if, you don't know what's happening no, out here. Yeah. And the quarterback's like, you're right, we don't know what's going on. Because we, we already know uh, the talent gap between Georgia and Georgia Tech is massive. Has been for a while, right? So, like, that's not that's not breaking news. Uh, the fact that it didn't work out under Jeff Collins, not not breaking news. But it doesn't work out with coaches for a lot of different reasons at a lot of different programs. To say that you're not prepared, that is the ultimate burn. And it just, you want to talk about a resume killer for a guy that might be looking for another opportunity. That's that's not good. Ding, ding, ding. When I heard that, my first thought was Jeff Collins is buried. And it's not a disgruntled former player. It's a former player who was asked, hey, tell us about the Georgia game. He's like, okay. I got, I got told I wasn't prepared and I didn't even know what was going on. I looked around. I was like, you're right. Mm. We don't know what's going on. Everybody gets a second chance. Whether NFL, college, whatever, no matter how bad you screw up, you're going to get a second. Like Butch, he had success at, was it Grand Valley and then maybe Central Michigan, Cincinnati, and then Tennessee. That's right. He got fired, but what's he going to get? He's going to get a second chance. To, I don't know if Jeff Collins is going to get a second chance We talked about Will Muschamp before he went on the he air. He got a second he chance. He got a massive second chance. They average like eight points a game on offense in Gainesville, yeah. which the rules today give you like 20. Yeah. He's still got another chance. Still got another chance because why? He's always been a good recruiter. He's always been good as a defensive mind. Sure, all that. All that. I don't know what you do with this. I don't know. I don't know what you do with this one. And it's not the angry player who, uh, whatever, who didn't play. This kid played. Yeah, it's just it was one of those. Literally, it's it's the example of when you can't read the guard because there's a pretty good chance the guard isn't doing what he's supposed to. Um, that is Jalen Carter's. Like yeah, the translation is, y'all aren't even lining up doing the same. You're not. Y'all aren't trying to do the same thing we're doing out and here. And this wasn't year one of the Collins era. No, right? it was the end of the third this year. This is the end of the third year. Yeah. So you've had time to, to radically transform an antiquated offense into what you want to do, and it, it still wasn't working. Oh, all right. Uh, we are going to take a quick break, come back. Uh, it was, hang on, I got a tease here. It's a totally different chair I'm sitting in right now. I love it. I love seeing uh, you play some point guard. Today was a good day for Batman, the Yama, and a guy named Michael. That's next. <laughs> No barking from the dog, no smog, and mama cooked a breakfast with no hog. Today was a good day. Yeah, it was a good day. Yeah, it was, Buck, and it was a good day, and it's brought to you in the 2 p.m. hour. Can I do this now, Hoyt? Is that okay? 2 p.m. hour brought to you by Roof It Forward. I got a working roof. I do, and a chimney and a sunlight. When your roof or chimney or sunlight needs repair or be replaced, call the roofing company, the Sports Camp Sunshine, together. 
We can roof it forward. Uh, it was a good day. What do you got, Dan? Yeah, slim pickings. All right, 1948, NASCAR is incorporated. So that actually means that they went from being moonshine runners to now being actual racers. Absolutely. Yeah, racers on a track. So there you go. So. Just like, have, just like the Kennedys, except a cheaper product. That's it. I mean, you, you become official. At least, you know, a little bit of the heat goes off of you. So in that case, it was under lights as opposed to, hey, the laws after you trying to uh, illegally move booze. 1952, actress Elizabeth Taylor, 19 years old, already marrying for the second time. Actor Michael Wilding was the actor who married her at 39 years old. So 20 years difference, 39 to 19. Everybody's giving, you know, Leo a hard time right now. DiCaprio. What about Michael back in 1952? All right, first of all, there were, I, I don't know anything about Elizabeth Taylor. There were some issues there. I don't know how her parents goofed her up or daddy issues. I literally, I don't know anything about her. You got a second marriage by the time you're 19. She wound up with probably like seven or eight, including at least one guy twice. So maybe just date. So you were you were you're older than I am. Fifty five. Yeah. Okay. So you know you got about a decade or so on me. I I don't remember like when I was a kid, Elizabeth Taylor would show up and sit next to Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. She would hang out with Michael Jackson. And that's all I really knew. Like yeah. I don't know what her talent is. She was an actress. What did she do? Uh, she was for about ten years. Soap opera. No, she was a list uber elite hollywood she played cleopatra i mean she would um she had about 10 year run where people said elizabeth taylor's best looking lady in hollywood really okay yeah. I, I like i know raquel welch even though she was in her prime well before i was born but i know all about her yeah elizabeth taylor i don't know elizabeth like, taylor she could go to italy or france and spain and they would go oh it's elizabeth taylor yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd rather see and then raquel michael welch. jackson she raised a bunch of money for charity too it was like okay. the roman empire era of hollywood i yeah, guess was yeah. when she really had her sweet spot there 19 69, Ted Williams, five-year contract to manage the, the Washington Senators. His head fell off. Well, eventually it <laughs> allegedly did, but uh, at that time nice. he had it intact and he was a manager yeah. for the Washington And he Senators. was a grumpy SOB as a manager. And he didn't understand why everybody couldn't hit like him. And he actually, because of the franchise relocating, he got to manage in the old crappy Arlington Stadium as Rangers manager for one season. And it was. I mean, it's right there in the parking lot. It was basically an erector set no. that they had. That but it was one of those, if you get there at a certain time, you're standing the entire game. A, a, a classic case of someone who is an elite athlete, and I mean elite in his sport, but it can't, that skill does never translate to coaching because you can't relate to people who don't have the same work ethic or even half the ability that you did. It's kind of like what, uh, what was it, uh, Lombardi said when he took over the Washington team and he started to break down in tears and somebody was like, what's wrong? He goes, I can't understand why they don't want to be great. Yeah. And that's just something that some guys just can't wrestle with. Uh, 1972, Richard Nixon, first U.S. president to visit China, normalizing relations between the two countries in a meeting with Chinese leader, Chairman Mao Zedong. Is that uh, ping pong diplomacy? I think it was. Yeah. Played ping pong, walked on the wall, did other stuff. All I know is my parents said it was a huge deal that he actually did that. An absolute huge deal. But that's, of course, that's right around the time of Watergate. Oh, yeah. So, about a year before. So. And he got help from Forrest Gump. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, he sent, sent Forrest over, and Forrest was able to normalize relations. Uh, 1989, <laughs> there was a chance for Pete Rose to try to talk his way back into baseball. He met with uh, Commissioner Uberoth to discuss his gambling. I guess we can understand how that meeting went. Yeah, Pete, Pete's not evil. 
Pete's not a real nice or hasn't been a real nice or good person a lot of his life. He's not evil. Uh, he's just kind of decadent. And, and stubborn as all get out. He was, he just, he didn't do himself no. one single favor. Had opportunities to try to ingratiate himself with the powers that be, work his way. There, there was a path, I believe. There was a path post Giamatti to get back to where at least you can get in the hall. You're never going to manage again, but at least get in the hall. And he, he would take it up at every turn. He would. He would take the sort of quick, easy today payoff. And, and a, a, an example of this is like releasing the book on the Hall of Fame weekend for, was it uh, uh, Dennis Eckersley? Mm-hmm. Um, and taking attention away and from Johnny Bench as well. And so there was a lot of conversation about uh, Pete Rose and the fact that he would take the, the, the now attention and the money grab versus stay in the course and trying to get reinstated to baseball. And it's Doesn't, now he's now 80 years old or so, and it just was never going to happen. saw him five years ago in Vegas. I was there to call the Vegas Bowl. Went to a mall in Vegas. He's at a card store at the mall Is signing that, autographs. He was. I've seen him. He was in the the shops of Mandalay between Mandalay. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, because we up stayed at the Mandalay top of the Bay. That's exactly like, over it. the right. Yes, we stayed at Mandalay Bay. Did the frozen bar Good and for all him. that stuff. He's got the. He's got his own joint. So I, I went his own up, place. I went up to him and I thought I had a common. He doesn't know me. Obviously, he's, he's in his own world. But I said I used to go to your restaurant in Boca Raton, Florida, when I grew up as a kid in South Florida. And you know, yeah, I saw you there a couple times used to do your radio show there and he just went yeah it was a while ago next i mean <laughs> so he's still the same guy there's just nothing likable about it. he's a great player but there's nothing likable yeah, about him that's that's a fair summary 1990 on this date the batman theme by danny elfman won the grammy award for the best inch instrumental composition at the 32nd grammy awards mm-hmm. and then 2014 u.s president barack obama meeting with the dalai lama so he finished 18 and he's gonna stiff me and i say hey lama hey how about a little something you know for the effort you know and he says oh uh there won't be any money but when you die on your deathbed you will receive total consciousness so i got that going which is nice. Which is nice. Yeah. And not, not confirmed if that's actual audio because a few years later, Brent Baer of Fox News did talk with the Dalai Lama and ask him if he played golf. He said no. He said, so you're not a long hitter. He said no. We take <laughs> liberties, man. We take long routes to get to whatever that payoff is. <laughs> I swear we do. All right. So was that everything in today in history? Of course not because it's now been 42 days oh. since anyone around here decided they wanted to win a championship. This is ruined a perfectly good day when I just washed my car. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car-buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 
50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout metro atlanta jim ellis automotive where you can always expect the best spring is here and baseball is back you can't forget the derby i love the hats do you have yours yet my hat i treated myself to a whole outfit if you want to be able to treat yourself then you should check out the nest savings account at lge community credit union where they want you to reach your savings goals faster Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. 